Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the So Fucking Posh Podcast. This is part two to the previous podcast that you guys were listening to, hopefully. Now, in this particular podcast, we're going to talk about a whole bunch of really dope stuff. So stay tuned because you do not want to miss this. famous actress that was in Precious with Gabourey Sidibe, one of the most disturbing movies I've ever watched in my life. <laughs> um, she and her husband have sort of implemented this rule, and this rule is the cheating pass. <laughs> so, Tatiana, what's up, So, what do you want to say about the cheating I pass? I am extremely against mm-hmm. um, that rule. Mm-hmm. Um I believe that if you're going to be with someone, you should be fully committed to that person. Mm-hmm. If you um, want to go ahead and play, um, I think that you should... Suki, why are you laughing? I think you're laughing. You're laughing. I mean, it's not the, I mean, it's either the... I think that if the woman wants to cheat or the man wants to cheat, it doesn't matter who wants to cheat, but mm-hmm. I think that they should be given the courtesy to the other partner to live freely, not be attached, mm-hmm. and not care mm-hmm. so that's what I think yeah no I agree okay <laughs> alright so speaking of Mr. Lester spill oh no 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 <laughs> well, I actually kind of agree with it but at the same time <laughs> um I think the cheating pass is bullshit I think it, you know uh, I almost want to say it comes from like a self-esteem yes. type I agree. of, yep. you know, like why why are you giving someone a pass? But as a guy, I mean, if you give me a pass, shit, <laughs> like, I'm gonna utilize like, it. You're gonna take it. <laughs> I'm gonna punch that card. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, hey, babe, Monique, I check. You know, punch that card. But right. you know, I think it's uh, no. Yeah. So, so what? So I want to give her a cheating pass, though. That's just me. Okay, know? so basically, what I'm getting from what you're saying yeah. is, if your woman does not give you a cheating pass, you're fine with it. If a woman does give you a I cheating mean, why, pass, why, you're fine with it. For you, for you <laughs> to even give me a cheating pass like this, there must be something going up exactly somewhere like, up there. Like you know, you must be. Should I be doing the it's same? either like I'm making you feel like so insecure that totally, you think, totally. There's you know, mm-hmm. it's coming from a place of fear. Yeah, you know, right? You, you know, you shouldn't have that like in a solid relationship. In my True. Opinion, Amen. So. And you know what? There's a really large percentage of women that do believe that men will cheat no matter what. Mm. And because they... I mean, to be to be honest with you, like, yeah. my mom has told me that. She's yeah. told me men will cheat no matter what. That's mm. just life. So either you deal with <laughs> it or you don't. But especially you were boys, right? Well, especially, yeah. Like, especially <laughs> Nigerian guys, yeah. right? She's told me that with her sure. own mouth. So, you know what I mean? That's like, funny. with... You know, <laughs> boyfriends, Nigerian. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, sort of out of that entire... Mm. Out of that kind of train of thought, yeah. I, I get... Where I don't agree with it. Mm. I would never give my boyfriend or my husband a cheating pass <laughs> ever mm. in my life. Like, if you want to cheat on me, I'm taking half, and that's it. It's oh, done. Shit. So, do you know what I mean? But at the same time, I do. I, you know, I do understand where it comes from. Yeah. It's sort of like this woman wanting to be ahead of the curve, where mm-hmm. it's like, okay, listen, you're gonna do this anyway, and in order to sort of spare my feelings and sort of like spare me. I'm just gonna let you do this a certain amount of times so, okay. a year. I'm oh, just sorry. You, that. I just want to ask a question. So, is he is he also giving her a pass or like is just a one way pass? Like, I think 
it's a two-way pass. Oh, it's I mean, a I don't see pass. it being like a one-sided huh. thing. I mean, she's she's the famous one between mm-hmm. both of them, right? Mm-hmm. So I don't see it as being fair, kind of cuffing her that way and then mm-hmm. letting him do whatever it is he wants. Yeah, yeah. So I think it's I think I think in most situations it's a two-way pass. Yeah. But as far as like whether a woman uses it or not, I think a man would use it more than a woman would because I mean, you know, women are more. You know, we think in a different way mm, when we're yeah. in relationships. So. <laughs> okay, so a rebuttal, Vanessa, to, to what your mom has said that all men cheat mm-hmm. or whatever. Okay. I think anybody, nobody goes into into a relationship thinking they're going to cheat. Thinking they're going to cheat. You cheat because someone else is giving you whatever your significant other isn't giving you, <laughs> and that's just the reality <laughs> of it, right? Well, like, like it or not, mm-hmm. that's what it is. If you're not getting enough sex from your woman, you will go somewhere else. Like it or not. Right? Unfortunately. And the fact that either a woman or a guy will give a pass, to me, is you are you are lowering your self-worth and self-image. Because now you're saying it's okay what you're doing. When in reality, it isn't. Mm-hmm. When God created Adam and Eve, he didn't create Adam, Eve, and Elizabeth. <laughs> He created Adam. Mm-hmm. He created Eve. Mm-hmm. Eve came from his hip. I mean, not his hip, his rib. Not above him, not below him, next to him. That is, you see, like you see what I'm saying. I'm not yeah. saying that every relationship ends up in marriage, but the, but but that should be the mentality. It's like I, I am yours and you are mine. Mm-hmm. End the discussion. And if for whatever reason we're not compatible, or or guess what, I, I don't love you anymore, or whatever the case might be, you know what? Be a man about it and be like, you know what, this isn't working out. Be a woman about it and be like, you know what? I deserve better or whatever the case might be. Mm-hmm. To me, indirectly, Monique is saying like, you know what? Like, I, I don't value who I am. Or it could also be from right? the fact that maybe she knows she's going to cheat anyways. That too. Like, in my mind, if my girlfriend gave me a pass, it'd be like, so are you cheating on me? Yeah. Or Th- that's what my, I wouldn't even be like, I don't need this, but I think we're done. Be, or it could also be, I don't trust you, but I love you, so this is what I'm going to do. Then why would you be with someone then? Do you know how many relationships happen where they don't trust that person, but they love that person? So the, they're just in that relationship because they love guess, that person? And that's, that's not a healthy that's relationship. That's not a healthy relationship. I'm not, I'm not saying it is. No, but for sure. I know, I get it. There's a ton it. of unhealthy relationships <laughs> out there. And, they, you know and that, that's unfortunate because guess what? You What that tells me is that you'd rather be, like, you are not comfortable being by yourself. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You'd rather be in a shitty relationship and be with someone than be good by yourself. Mm-hmm. And that's where that acceptance comes into play. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because, like, man, if, if you can't be good by yourself, you'll never be good with someone else. If you can't love yourself by yourself, mm-hmm. no one can fill that void for you. Oh, yeah, totally. And I'll tell you right now, no human can love you enough. Because they'll always let you down. We're flawed. We're flawed, like it or not. But but you're also saying uh, if a man cheats, it's because, uh, uh, or vice versa, if a woman cheats, it's because they're not getting enough. Or some some people just can't get enough, really. And you know, some people sometimes just find themselves in a position, and maybe you know that the willpower is not strong enough. They haven't exercised it, you know, enough to. To work out the scenarios and stuff. Sure, I'm not going to disagree with <laughs> yeah, you there because because I, I, I honestly think it's a conscious yeah. decision. Yeah, I agree. You agree with that? No, I, I'm not saying that I would do that. I'm I'm just saying that I've I know a guy. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say his name. Because yep. I don't want to out him. But he just he just can't stay in a relationship. Like he'll be in a relationship, cheat on the girl, move on to the next. 
Be with this next girl that you cheat on, cheat on her, go on to the next. He just he can't so be satiated. He just okay, he can't. So, so then clearly there's something wrong with this individual then. Right, exactly. Right? Right. Maybe there's nothing wrong. Maybe he's not supposed it's to what? be in a relationship. There you go. Maybe he's just for the rest but of his what? life? No, no, well, listen, well, no, listen, well, listen, listen. Well, that's whose fault is that? No, no, but listen no, listen no. Listen. Listen. And and this is where I come from. Hurting people mm-hmm. hurt people. Like it or not, mm-hmm. every time you are with a girl or a guy and you do that, mm-hmm. you are hurting them. You are affecting them for the next relationship. Like it or not. So in my mindset, there's something wrong. There's there's, there's, there's something wrong. Mm-hmm. It's a domino effect. You know what I mean? Because sure. like it or not, you're dealing with people. And hurting people hurt people. Mm-hmm. You mean to tell me that if, if you are good on the inside and the outside... That you will be hopping around different relationships. Like, let, let's be honest. Probably let's be completely who honest. knows? Yeah. <laughs> I, I disagree, sir. I disagree. Like I'm not saying I appreciate. No, I know, I know. You're playing like, devil's advocate. You're yeah, playing devil's I'm advocate. Saying, you know, like, and bring it. Th- think about let's 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 go let's go to the what do you call it the the black movement people the Malcolm X okay. uh, Martin Luther King. Like you can't tell me that those they didn't have some good sides to them. Those guys had wives or they and they had you know. Chicks that they slept with on you the side. You know what, Martin Luther King did have mistresses. So you know, you can't tell me he's not good. Hey. At the same time, you can't use that one act to wipe out all his good deeds. Of course and not. you but can't say because he had all those good deeds that he didn't have a bad side to him. Hey, man, you know? I- I'm not saying that whatsoever. Yeah. But but what I am saying is that if you're going to be in a, in a relationship with mm-hmm. someone, male or female, mm-hmm. right? Like it or not, that is a contract between... You two, mm-hmm. and that's and, and and it should only involve those two, unless you two have blatantly said we're dating. <laughs> you know what I mean, yeah. and we're allowed to see other people. But if not, if you're married to someone, what's the point then of saying till death do us part? Till death do us part, but no, there's no but. <laughs> there's no but because in the past we would say till death do us part, but. <laughs> If you if you, if your wife gives you a pass, then you then then all is well, right? If she gives you a pass, <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. So you know what I think. I mean, well, hold on. So you're saying yes, you're yes. saying, okay, you know for a fact that your wife has never cheated on you, right? Mm-hmm. And you know, self esteem is on you know on deck. She's like, you know, pretty confident woman. Yeah. But she's just like, you know what? Yeah, maybe Uniqlo needs a pass in his life. Let me give him a pass. Yeah, you're not gonna take that pass. No, never. So you're not gonna take that pass because you feel like you just don't need it. I'm in love with this woman. I made, I made a commitment to this woman in front of the world, in front of God. I just don't need it. Exactly. Okay. Cool, cool. Well, what if, what if you find because you're you're human? After of course, all, right? of course. You find yourself in a position and you're yeah. like, huh. This past could, like, come in handy, you know? But, you know, that's you're not exercising self-restraint. You see what I'm saying? No, because... And Mm -hmm. and look, and look, this is the thing. Mm -hmm. This is the thing. And again, I've done, like, a lot of reading and reflecting on it. Marriage or a relationship, it is a second-to-second decision. Mm -hmm. You choose every day to love that person. Yeah. You choose every day, regardless whether or not they deserve the love, to give it to them. That's what it means when you say, till death do us part. Don't get me wrong, man. We, we're all flawed as humans. Mm-hmm. But when you say, I love you, those words are powerful. It's powerful. And like it or not, there are restrictions and limitations with those words. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And part of that is self-restraint. Yes, your wife may give you a pass. And that's when you hand it back to me and you say, I don't need it. I have everything that I have in you. That is what a man's man looks like to me. To me, a cheating pass is 
a man accepting a cheating past or a woman accepting a cheating past mm-hmm. and acting on it is you letting go of your self-restraint. That's all Totally. That you know what I mean? Is. I, I, and, and you know what? I'd rather it be, there are a million naked women sitting here, but my wife is here and I still choose mm-hmm. her. Cause, because that, cause that's what it means to say, till death do us part. Yeah. You are my soulmate. You are my lover. That to, like, wouldn't you agree? Oh, yeah, totally. It, totally. L- let's flip the script. There are a hundred good looking, what is it, Denzel Washington's, <laughs> Jamie Foxx's, mm-hmm. Will Smith's yeah. standing there, and your wife still comes and says, I'm going home with you tonight. Hey. Right? Is it, is, isn't, isn't that what we all want? <laughs> yeah. Isn't that what we all want? Yeah. You, you can hang out with all of them tonight. But at the end of the night, you and I are going home together. Mm-hmm. Isn't that what we want? Yeah. Regardless whether or not there's a ring on her finger, regardless whether or not there's a cheating pass, fine, I'll keep this cheating pass in my back pocket. I ain't ever going to use it, though. Mm-hmm. But you know what, though? You have to think about it this way, too. We're regular people living regular lives, doing yeah. regular shit. For sure. For a famous person, yeah. right, where, say, like a famous man yeah. who's married to a pretty woman, yeah. and say an athlete. Yeah. Athletes are notorious for having groupies thrown out at them all day, every day, all the, all the time. Yep. So in that situation, when a woman is married to an athlete, yep. and she knows that these groupies and these side chicks, they yep. come every single day, you know what I mean, in, in packs and packs, yep. and she just wants some sort of way to manage them so that there that's isn't not, a slip up guess behind what? her guess back. Guess what? That's not her responsibility. But the thing is, is again, it's like, I love you, but I don't know if I can trust you. And maybe it's not then even, guess I don't what? know if I can trust you. Maybe if I don't trust these hoes. No, 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 no. no. You know, no, 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 That's fair, that's fair. But, but listen, but listen, the relationship is between you and your man. No, not you no. and these six other girls that are following him. Because now, guess what? If you're a man, if, if, if you can't trust your man to be around these other girls and not fool around with them, you shouldn't be with him. You shouldn't be with him. End of discussion. Don't make excuses for athletes, entertainers. Because guess what? When you boil it down... Till death do us part. Yeah. Till death do us part. End of discussion. Don't give me excuses. Yeah. And if anything, if anything, that's more of a challenge. It's like, baby, I, I want to be with you. Out of all these groupies here, I choose you. Yeah. That is what a man's man looks like, if you ask me. And you know what? In in those kinds of situations with athletes and groupies and athletes' wives, yeah. they're, a lot of them will sort of like turn a blind eye to their husband cheating because... Their husband is providing them with a lifestyle that they would never be able to get without them. And that's So what do you do? Do you say, I don't like what you're doing, get into an argument, let's get divorced, and all my Louis Gucci Fendi is gone overnight? Or do you keep all your Louis Gucci Fendi and then you just deal with all the hoes, popcorn hoes that are coming in and out <laughs> of your house? That brings day. it back to the four agreements. Be impeccable with your word. Being impeccable with your word starts with being true to yourself. Yeah. I mean, I agree. Like, right? if you say I'm but not gonna put up with humans. the shit, you don't put up with the shit. <laughs> right, pull, pull the question for all of you. Right? Go for it. So, uh, maybe your husbands or wives are famous and whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't have to do anything. You can follow your dreams and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And like, in order for me to be with you, you know, we both need to have these passes. What are you gonna do, Tatiana? Like, this guy's the richest, richest guy in the whole world. Bill Gates. You know, you know, he's got everything, you know. And he's like, you know what? Here's your pass. Because I'm going to use my pass. <laughs> so take it or leave it. No. Or you're going to just walk away from the whole thing. Even though you know, like, you not taking that means you're going to be living in a hut, you know, somewhere in, who knows, Malaysia or yeah. something. I agree. I would not... <laughs> You will not take the path? I will not take it. Money is money. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. It will not bring happiness. When true love we is involved. Yeah. Um, no. 
Are you sure? How about you, Vanessa? You're not, you're not speaking with yeah, like, I, you know, that impact. That I'm not getting that. <laughs> I was thinking about it, but... Well, we're talking like here. a billion here. In your name, there's Tatiana written on every note. <laughs> speaking my language. <laughs> Vanessa's in. Vanessa's in. That's why I was hesitating. Yeah. But, but it's, it's all about being true to myself. I, I would be attempting, mm-hmm. don't get me wrong, but I think it's, it's what makes me happy, standing up for myself. I true. deserve better. If you cannot restrain yourself, if you can't put, have some kind of self-control, mm-hmm. and if we can't be agree on some terms, then I we can't be together. Well, that's a term right there. The term is <laughs> you take a pass. Well, if I agree and I... <laughs> tell you that if you take the past I live, leave you yeah. then I should be more important than your past that's how I see it touche hey. right yeah, that's, that's 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 <laughs> that's her response you know that's that's good <laughs> that's, that's okay, so, so you, you have to live with your yeah. you know yeah. totally yeah what new quote would you do you know <laughs> and your chick is loaded no for sure she's loaded she's even pretty too she doesn't no, have to be okay, okay but, but then here's my question to her then <clears throat> Why are you with me then? Why are you with me then? If what if she's what, what if she says I like you and I want you to be my best friend and my partner, but I just want some other dick. What? I just want some other dick. It's just not that deep. I just want some other dick. <laughs> I, just, I mean, yeah. wow. it's what it is. So that, like, <laughs> plain and simple, you know. Plain, that's what it is. Just, like, it's I'm just full. like just want to hit something two, three times a year. That's, that's what it is. And that's it. So we're not in a relationship. That that's just the agreement. No, you are in a relationship. You're in a list. You're, you're, you're like, you're, you're like, yeah, you're married yeah, you're to married her. To then her. no, if we're, if no. I'm married to her and that's and that's what our agreement is, mm-hmm. then no. But if we're not, if we're not it's like, married, it's like three hours outside your marriage. You know, every yeah, yeah. year. No, you can't, you can't, you can't do that. No, because because then it boils it down to then what's the point mm-hmm. of being with someone if you're not gonna have all of them do you ever truly have all of someone though I don't know I think you do this is the, I think you should this, this, yeah, yeah you should shit. you should <laughs> you should I agree you yeah. should yeah, okay. you know what I mean mm-hmm. but, the, but the thing is again we're, we're all human we all have our flaws we're all scared so you know you said you should the, yeah that's cause we like we think we're trying to you know we're trying to think what this other person is thinking but yeah I bet you like if you ever put like whoever maybe people who've had like 80 years or maybe 40 45 years were together. in anniversary and yeah. together I bet you somewhere in there if, if you could read the other person's mind yeah, yeah. you'd know that you don't truly have like Everything. all of them I don't I don't maybe I'm just jaded no, or some no. shit like I that agree. But, I agree 100% but, yeah. but then guess what that's why that's why marriage is a day to day thing mm. it's not something that you just like man, I used I used to think like it was very like abstract mm. and it was out there, but really like you you read any of these books and it's like man, you work on it every single every day. day. See, I, you I, know what I'm, I mean? I, I'm like a, an economist. I like to hedge my risk. You know, it's you why see? it's like why you sign a prenup. Like totally, you know, it's why you you know you just put some girls around just in case you know girls <laughs> but starts what? misbehaving and yeah. like hey. But, but guess what? Then? Spoken like a true player. Here's a question. Here's a question then. Do you ever really fall in love? If, if you're, you're always if like, you're, you see, sort you're, of protecting yourself. There's always something else. Do you, you see what I'm saying? I'm coming from a jaded perspective. Totally. So. Which is fine. <laughs> Which is fine. Yeah. But then me being a hopeless romantic and wanting mm-hmm. to yeah. 
not fine, but but wanting to be in love one day, mm-hmm. right? For mm-hmm. all the right reasons. Mm-hmm. I like to think that when she crosses my path, that I will give 110%. Mm-hmm. Versus it being like, man, looking back, like I never gave it 110%. You see what I'm saying? I see what you're saying. Isn't it better to have known that you bled, you bled everything out mm-hmm. and that you tried your best and knowing that it didn't work versus yeah. you half-assing it yeah, yeah, and being like, ah, maybe she was the one. Could have done more, right? I'd much rather have been like, man, I was in love hard, mm-hmm. you know? But guess what? It wasn't me. Yeah, it wasn't me who was who didn't come to the table mm-hmm. and fillet myself. It yeah. was her, <laughs> myself. right? Though, mm-hmm. because when you look at it, though, right? Assuming that you did that with every relationship that yeah. you had, where would you be? You know, you know, you know what I'm saying, though. I see what you're saying because now you're opening yourself up to being authentic, mm-hmm. to being vulnerable. And guess what? For a man, that's the biggest challenge as a man to be vulnerable, mm. isn't it? You don't have to answer that, but like... Oh, yeah, yeah. It is It is a big challenge, definitely, for sure. But, you know, sometimes, like you were saying, hurt people hurt people. Yeah. You get some people who, like, they've, like you said, filleted themselves. And yeah. it's like, you know what? Screw this. Totally. Like, in the end, is it worth it? Yeah. So let me just, let me be that guy. Let that me hedge my risk. And, you know, beautiful, you know, not, not a wall that you can't yeah, hop over. I get it. But just enough that, you know, keep the neighbors out. You totally. Know? Okay. So, so then the, the question that comes to mind is... and. The, and this is this is from the Bible. Like, how many times should I let my neighbor sin against me? What is it? What is he said like? over seventy-seven so yeah, times seventy. Some, yeah. Right. Just some now, now, numbers, now. As, yeah. as humans, I get it. It's hard. Yeah. You know, because guess what? We always bring our past mm-hmm. into our present. True, true. And the problem with that is, you can't. When you're driving forward, do you look behind you? Oh, you use a rearview <laughs> mirror. Right, but yeah. you use the mirror. Yeah. As what? As your foundation. Yeah, as a for reference. The future, as yeah, a reference yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. That's it. You see what I'm saying? And therein lies the challenge. And I agree with you 100%, yeah. man. 100%. But then, when it comes to matters of love, mm-hmm. all is fair in love and war, man. Cool. And you gotta go... Right? <laughs> right, though? Right, though? Isn't that where the mindset comes from? Yeah, yeah. I see what we have to go balls to the wall. If mm-hmm. not, you're gonna have... Isn't it better to have loved mm-hmm. than never loved at all? That's what they say. Is that what they say, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess we'll find out. I still, I still, I still need to answer Suki's question. Okay, yeah, you need to answer. <laughs> yeah, I have some time you, to think about it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you're saying that we? He's like, if you want to be with me, I get a cheating pass or a few cheating passes. Mm-hmm. You get a few cheating passes. Yeah. Right? I bet. Like, all right, I'll take your, I'll take your cheating pass. <laughs> yeah. All right. So he'll do his thing, right? I'll just sort of like bide my time. Eventually, divorce him. Take half of his money. And then go with like a little side piece that I, you know, have built like a relationship with. <laughs> yeah. you know? wow. And then be spending his money and my money with my side piece that I'm eventually gonna marry, that I'm gonna be with for the right reasons. Yeah. As far like as far as I'm well, concerned. What, what if you what, what if it's for the right reasons in the first place? What do you though? mean a cheating pass? No, I mean like you get it, you being together, like you know, you you like him, he really likes you, if but it, it's just if something it, if that it's came for the, up. If, I, I honestly believe that a relationship can be great and awesome and, mm-hmm. and feel so good at first. Mm-hmm. And then it can change. Things can change. Things can become different. People get divorced every single day where they were well, in love at first yeah, and then yeah. things just went left, right? So to me, we can feel like that at the beginning. Mm-hmm. But as soon as you start bringing up that sort of thing to me, like it's just, mm-hmm. I'm a man, I'm a billionaire, I can do whatever the fuck I want. This is how it is. Yeah. Either you take it or you leave it. No, I'm man, like, oh, okay, yeah. I'll take it. And then I'll leave you. Because I don't, 
I don't I don't need to put up with that. The guy signed a prenup already. He well, got... but prenups aren't like you leave with nothing. It's like you leave with a substantial amount. It's just like a predetermined amount, right? Well, you can also you can also you can also sign a prenup that says like we're you know you you. I came with this. Yeah, I'm leaving, I'm leaving with, with this. this. You came with but, right? can, but I wouldn't sign that. You can also argue that the reason why you're leaving is because of the past. I mean, the cheating past. Yeah. Like you can also you can <laughs> also renegotiate things in your there prenup you too. So what yeah. if I renegotiated? Well, there's a clause where if there's any sort of infidelity, then this is what I leave with, or this is what I take. Mm. You gotta be smart about these things. You gotta make sure that you <laughs> have that in there. Damn. So I do that. Well, good thing I don't cheat. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I, mean, I mean, honestly, it would honestly be to teach you a lesson that you thought you, you thought you were getting one over well, me. That's well, what is that? That's something great. nothing like a woman draws or something? Yeah, the wrath, the wrath of a woman. Yeah. <laughs> because you know what? The fact of the matter is, is that it's. Ridiculously disrespectful that I've of given course. you so many years of me, and mm. you come to me with this bullshit, and you expect me to just—you just like it's like either I accept it or you throw me out. It's one of the mm-hmm. two. You just mm-hmm. throw me out like that. So to me, I'm like, okay, I'll make you believe that you're in control in that situation, mm-hmm. and then I'll take what I can take. Damn. I'll sort of, you know, squirrel away what I can squirrel away, <laughs> and then I'll leave you, and I'll take as much as I can take, and I'll be happy with somebody else who's not going to do me like Damn. that at all. And that's what it is. Like, I mean. I don't know. That's that's how I would do it because I just I I just find it so disrespectful. Like it's infuriating that a guy would ever even bring that notion to me. Hey, at mm-hmm. all podcast people. Yeah. If if you ever marry <laughs> Vanessa, don't yeah, exactly. <laughs> don't give her a cheat. No <laughs> cheat pass. <laughs> all right. Oh. So <laughs> so moving right on to the next topic. Oh man, this is gonna be a long one. Okay, <laughs> let's go. So. I had a conversation with one of my cousins. If you're listening, you know exactly who you are. <laughs> I told you this was going to be on the podcast, so you know. So we, I kind of touched on this in a pre, the previous podcast that I did, and it was about females being shamed into dating men that they're not attracted to mm. versus males not having that same sort of pressure to be shamed into dating females that they're not attracted to. So the conversation that I was having with my cousin sort of went something like this. So he listened to my previous podcast about the topic that I just mentioned. And he basically said that he thought it was bullshit that women are being shamed into dating men that they're not attracted to. I said, well, why is that bullshit? I mean, I've shared my experiences. I had my previous guest share her experiences with it. And I could vouch for so many other people that have experienced the exact same thing. So I don't understand how you can call other people's experience bullshit. I mean, you're a guy, so you don't even fit in the gender type of who this would happen to. So I don't, I don't get why you think this is bullshit. And his whole kind of stance was, Listen, if you're not attracted to a guy, you should not date a guy that you're not attracted to, point blank, period. There's no other thing to it. And he was Mm -hmm. saying that a woman who is going out with a guy that she's not attracted to based off of the pressure of friends, families, etc., is dumb for giving into that pressure. I was like, all right, fair, noted, I understand that. But at the same time, my argument is this. It's not necessarily the fact that this woman gives in or doesn't give in to the pressure. It's the fact that the pressure is there, period. Mm -hmm. Because I've been in situations where I've not been attracted to a guy. And then my friends and my family has been like, oh, he's a doctor. Oh, he's an engineer. Oh, he's a lawyer. You know what I mean? You may not like him now, but you may grow to like him. Just give him a chance. You never know. Yeah, he's a little bit corny, but you'll get over it. You'll learn to (laughs) like him. He's, He's a really awesome guy. He's this, that, and the third. But... I was having this conversation with my cousin and I was saying, I asked him point blank, like I said in the previous podcast, when you're not attracted to a girl and a girl shows interest in you, you're not attracted to her, you just don't, you're just not attracted to her, you don't pursue it, that's the end of it, nobody pressures you into trying to date this girl. 
And furthermore, if the girl tried to pursue you, this girl would come off as desperate. This girl would come off as corny. She would come off as like, listen, I told you no. Like, why do you kind of keep, you know, how do I turn this girl down? She keeps trying and it's, you know, it's not, it's not going to happen, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, furthermore, your friends don't egg you on to date a girl that you're not attracted to. Having sex is a different thing. Like, okay, yeah, have sex with whoever you want. Regardless of whether she's ugly, just close your eyes, whatever. <laughs> but if you, as far as like dating, as far as like investing time, energy into courting this girl, if she's not good to look at, you're not interested. And for a lot of guys, especially successful guys, whether a girl has anything in terms of like education, in terms of intellect, in terms of intelligence, it doesn't always necessarily matter. I mean, when you see the girl, and she's pretty, that'll do for now. And if she happens to have other things behind her, that's great, that's awesome, that's even better. But if she's not like aesthetically pleasing to you as soon as you see her, you're just not gonna be interested, basically. So, Yunuko, you sort of read, so, no, Yunuko, you don't wanna touch on it right now? I'll let Tatiana go first. Okay, Tatiana, what do you, what do you think about this I can't speak for myself, I don't think I, I mean, I've never experienced that pressure mm-hmm. in my life, but I can see how it would happen. Um, I think that people should mind their own business, mm-hmm. and that if your friend is not interested in some guy, or vice versa, then it's they have their reason, and you should be able to respect that and not push them into doing something that they don't want to do. Right. Yeah. I agree. Um, Suki, what are your thoughts? First of all, have you ever been pressured into dating a girl that you weren't attracted to by your friends or your family Mm-mm. because she was a good Christian girl? You know what? You know what? Good, good thing you brought that up <laughs> because Nigerian. Well, that's what I know. Mm-hmm. Nigerian parents have this thing where, like, you know, go to church. Find you're you're gonna Christian. find this yeah. good girl. Yeah. Well, you know how many girls that go to church that, like, I see them like on the backside, and I'm just like, hmm, huh. <laughs> I was just like, yo, if my parents or their parents knew, like, you know, this church thing is just like a front. Like, were you not twerking at MV Lounge last night? Be like, were you not? <laughs> yes or no? Ooh, I was just like, that's sundress, though, you know? <laughs> but so sometimes, you know, so Nigerian parents still, like tend to do that. So maybe, I guess, in that in that case, I've kind of experienced it. They'll be like, you know what? I know this one girl. You know, she's a good church girl. I'm like, you don't know this girl like I do. You know? <laughs> I don't know which, you know, if you see her after church, but yeah. I do sometimes. And <laughs> she's not who you think she is. But uh, my, my thoughts really, though, is uh, first of all, like, we need to break down uh, the attraction thing because. Uh, men and like you said, men and women are attracted to two different things. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, in the short term, mm-hmm. uh, guys, you know, in the short term, they're looking like, oh, you know, this girl's, you know, good looking, you know, she's, you know, like some side guys would say she's got a good history and a bright future, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and you know, sometimes that's all you look at in the short term, but then when you're going towards marriage, you start thinking about other stuff, like, you know, can she be a good mother? Can she? Uh, would, would she, uh, you know, can she take care of the home, uh, career, all those type of yeah. things, character, and you know, and those are things you you can't find out, you know, in That's a first. snap. Yeah. yeah, you know. So, given all those things that you're saying, yeah, if you met this girl and you just weren't attracted to the way she looked, like you just you just weren't physically attracted mm-hmm. to her, 
would you still go on dates with her to try and find out whether she'd be a good wife, whether she can cook, whether she can take care of your kids? Well, if, if, can... I'm, if I'm looking for a good wife, why not, you know? Because, mm-hmm. I mean, at the same time, attraction, you know, fades over time. You know, you can, you can get married to... Uh, whatever jennifer lopez today and you know you'd end up with oprah winfrey the next day (laughs) (laughs) you know i'm not that oprah is ugly or anything yeah you cute oprah (laughs) but you know what i'm saying like what is attractive now you know might not be attractive then you know because it you know you evolve do you recognize that there's a double standard though i mean especially you being nigerian Mm -hmm. have you ever seen that sort of thing where women aren't pushed on you the way that men are pushed on women in the Nigerian community. You know, I think in the Nigerian community, maybe women, it's a little bit harder, you know, because there's all these skits about, you know, women praying for their, you know, for a man age at 40. You know, so I can see, I can see maybe there being a double standard. Okay. Unikwa, Mm -hmm. do you still need time to sort of ruminate on your views? Oh, I've I've always had my view. I just wanted... I just wanted Tatiana to speak before, first. Ladies first, right? before Before you do, though, I just wanted to bring up another thing that my cousin did. <laughs> Ladies first. He was basically saying that he thought that what I was saying was bullshit because women look for men with money. So why wouldn't men look for women that look good? Like, mm. it's a trade-off in mm. his mind, right? And I was like, gold diggers look for men with money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. regular women look for guys that they're attracted to and can build a life with to eventually both be rich in the end. Mm-hmm. That's that's what people should be doing. Mm-hmm. That's not what always happens. And listen, if a girl wants to be a gold digger, listen, all the more power to you. You're taking the fast track in life, do you. Do you know what I mean? Like, you're stacking your bread, you're stacking your cheese, do what you gotta do, right? But mm-hmm. that's just not, that's not particularly the way that I would like to live my life. I want to be with somebody that, like, I see and I look at it and I'm just like, oh, how did God bless me with such a good-looking husband? Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? And I understand that looks fade, right? But the time that you guys want to be around each other and always be touching each other and be all cutesy on each other, it's when you guys both have your looks, right? And both of your looks are going to fade at the same time. So mm-hmm. at that point, it's really not going to matter what, what you look like at 50, 16, 70, right? Cause I'm going to look the same, though. <laughs> oh, you're going to look the same? <laughs> yeah. Black don't crack. Oh, shit, okay. <laughs> So, I mean, based Banking off, on that. Yeah. You know, based off of this, like, that's kind of the crux of what I was saying. And he was basically saying that he thinks it's like, he thinks I was sort of pointing like a biased view on everything. And I wasn't bringing up the fact that women look for money. And I was like, but that's a particular type of woman. I'm talking about everybody else who doesn't look for money. <clears throat> then it becomes a different situation. Like, like I said, like, I've certain, like, my friends and family... I've been pressured to date or give guys chances that I just wasn't interested in or I thought they were corny or I thought they were something, right? And like like I said again, like I could say no, obviously, which I always did if I mm-hmm. wasn't interested. And honestly, sometimes I gave some of them chances because I was like, you never know. They could be cool guys, like whatever. But at the end of the day, with all of like my other cousins and the other males that I know and I bump into, I just don't ever hear stories like that i just don't see that kind of pressure i just don't see it the way it's like rampant with girls it's just not there so Unuqua, <laughs> go ahead i'm not okay there, there are a lot of things here okay the, the pressure thing you i mean being in north america right now you have the choice to be pressured by what people tell you you like that is a decision you either accept or decline mm-hmm. so with that regard if you're being pressured quote-unquote to date someone who you're not attracted to then don't end the discussion if you feel pressured after that that is between you and your god that is like you know what i mean like 
you shouldn't let other people influence you so much that it, that you lose sleep because of whatever. Like, did you see where I'm coming from? Mm-hmm. Like, that pressure thing shouldn't exist in my mind. Mm-hmm. That doesn't matter. Um, with regard, guys are visual. So like it or not, we are going to be looking for something that is physically pleasing to the eye. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And there's nothing wrong with that. But then hopefully, hopefully... You go below the surface because beauty is only skin deep, right? Mm-hmm. And you get to know someone's character and know what they're about and their mindset and attitude mm-hmm. by all means, right? And from a female's perspective, females are different. Yes, looks are important, but, but I think the way God created you guys, he created you to not be so, what is, what's the word? Visually orientated. So you're bringing it down to a genetic thing where it's like biological women look well, for providers and men look for pretty women. No, I, w- I wouldn't say that at all because because I'll argue and say you should be attracted to your significant other. Mm-hmm. And if that means I'm shallow, then I'm shallow. But you should be attracted physically. And you know what? That's all I'm saying is that it should be on both sides. It yeah, shouldn't totally. Be just, this woman is like just dealing with whatever her husband looks like or boyfriend looks like because mm-hmm. he's nice. So what if he's fucking no. nice? He should be nice. Like, exactly. What, what exactly. Else? Exactly. <laughs> No, by all means, you Vanessa, you should you should be you should be with someone who who you think is beautiful, and that's what they would say. Beauty's in the eye of the beholder. True. Mm-hmm. Suki might think she's gorgeous, and I'll be like, eh. And the other way around, I'll think she's gorgeous, and Suki's like, dude, get a pair of sunglasses. <laughs> you better change your prescription. Beauty's yeah. in the eye of the beholder. But at the end of the day, hopefully, that individual who Suki loves and who I love has a great heart, is loving, is nurturing, and is you know, and I mean, and we, and we get along for all the right reasons. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, like, that's where I'm coming from. And, like, this pressure that that exists shouldn't really exist. Okay. I think uh, I, right? also, I also agree. Right? Yeah. Like, it's, it's not, but, yeah, that's my... My, like, my whole take on the thing when I was talking to my cousin was, like you said, Inukwa, either men could just be the way they are and they're visual, and then women just don't get the pressure to date guys that they don't want to date, or guys should be held to the exact same standard that women are held to. One or the other. Because both equalize each other. Totally. But I feel like it should be one or the other and that's not the way it is. Mm-hmm. So that was my problem with that. I also think sometimes, like, you know, so, some people, you don't, like, you're not attracted to them, like, at first, like, you know, you know, the first bat of an eye that, you know, you, you look at them. Yeah. Some people, you just, you hang around them for a bit and they just start getting attractive, you know? Mm-hmm. It so, takes a little time to get there. You know, to just to start seeing things that you didn't see before. And you know, although, although attraction is physical, but I feel like there's some there's some other things that that play into the whole factor. You know, and it's just like you go to the bar, you see some girl, you know, you think she's super attractive, but you spend some time with her, you know, and although her face never really changed. Oh. But then she just she went from like an eight point five to like a three point five. Of course, because her personality, her yeah, character, you know. Isn't there. And and so sometimes some people say, you know what, you know, this guy is a pretty solid dude. It might not be that they're trying to press you. It's just that uh, you know, did you did you like you know? Obviously, you don't want to you know uh, give all all the guys time because then you'd be wasting a bunch of your time, you know, giving people shots and mm-hmm. shit. But you know, sometimes you need to just take a minute and just. You know, it might not be there at first sight, but sometimes it just happens, like, over time. You know, talking, talking with the person for I, a bit. I, and, absu- yeah. I absolutely agree. I just posed the question back to you guys. Yeah. Have either of you men been told that you're shallow for not giving a particular girl a chance, ever? 
I've never gotten that. No one's ever told you. I, so my my, my friends, my friends sometimes tell me that, but I'm just like, hey. <laughs> okay. <laughs> wow, you're like the first guy that's ever like said like, that to me, actually. <laughs> like, well, what are you going to do? I'm like, hey. Life goes on. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> okay, that's yeah. fair. I appreciate your honesty. Okay, um, so we're going to go on to a listener question. Um, I went on Twitter and I like sent a lot of, like, I basically told everyone, if you have any questions mm. for the podcast, please send them because we're going to do the podcast today, etc., etc. So I got one. So this is what it <laughs> is. Um, I've been seeing this guy for a while and things have been going well, but he said something problematic about diversity hire with him being white and me being black. He said that he feels as though diversity hire is unfair to white people. Because from his understanding, it basically sidesteps qualified white, and I guess like white males, since he's speaking in the context of himself, males from getting a job in favor of immigrant or second or third generation people of color. Um, And he basically felt personally wronged by this. And I really don't know how to feel about this now, because the way he said it had this tone of, we shouldn't give these immigrants our jobs. So should I jump ship or should I try and handle this whole thing? <laughs> That's a rough way. one. That's a rough one. <laughs> you know what? When I apply to stuff sometimes, I, I don't know if I should click, you know, African American uh, <laughs> or, or African. my ethnicity or whatever. Because I'm like, I just want to be qualified, you know, as and, you know, get this and beat out whoever, whoever is uh, also applying for this job. But at the same time, from a statistical perspective, black people in this country, I, I, I don't know, I'm just gonna throw a rough number. I'll say we're mm-hmm. like maybe 20% of the population. Of the population. I think that's really high. I don't know, I'm just, I, well, I don't know the exact number. <laughs> that, you know, but even if you compare like 80% to like 20%, that's still like. It's still the minority. It's still regardless. such a small number. Mm-hmm. Now, think about it, that's like. For every, out of 10 people, there's eight white people applying for, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. And then there's two, you know, two, you know, for every eight white people, there's two black, you know. Six just doesn't work yeah. in your favor. So, I can kind of see why there would be a diversity hire, mm-hmm. you know, because if the high, that, that also means like 80% of the hiring managers are what? Mm-hmm. Or or white. Mm-hmm. Now now there's also that human factor where you, you you know you'd like to assume that you know the ethnicity wouldn't matter, but as human beings you're a creature of habit. You're you're more likely to hire a name like Mark, someone that probably goes than, golfing with you on Saturdays and then hire Jamal. Hockey. Yeah, you know exactly. If you hear, if you grow up all your life hearing Mark 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 John, you know Baker. And then all of a sudden you're seeing Jamal and uh, Shaniqua, like, you know, Shane. Yeah. You're just like, all right, I don't really know what this is. Let, let's go with Mark. Let's go with the safe bet. You know, so I, 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 I kind of see that, you know, at the same time. And you know what? Raven <clears throat> Simone did say something about this. I'm going to talk about Raven Simone yeah. in one of my future podcasts because we can't cover Raven Simone in this podcast. <laughs> She's just way too problematic of yeah. a person. But she did say that she's not going to hire someone by the name of Watermelon Drea over someone by the name of, like, Julie or Valerie Mm -hmm. or something like that. Because to her, that name, Watermelon Drea, Mm -hmm. is ghetto. And she doesn't want someone with a ghetto name working in whatever company that she has 
and that's just the way that she feels about it and she says that's just the way that a lot of other people feel about it and she was correct in the sense that yes that's the way a lot of other people may feel but that sentiment is wrong because that sentiment is extremely biased and extremely ignorant. I think her sentiment is right if that's how she feels. You just know not to apply to her company because that's how she's going to be. Mm-hmm. And that's why there's a system in place that diversity hire to, to avoid that kind to of thing. To avoid though. those type of things because those are just natural human instincts. Now, it takes someone to be like bigger than that to think outside. Thank you. You know, and just see that it is more than that. You know, you have to be open to other opportunities. You have to be open to things that maybe you don't know, you know? Okay, you guys, pause. This is what I was trying to allude to with having, let's say, for example, a white person leading a black delegation. Mm -hmm. Yes, the color of his skin is whatever the case might be. Mm -hmm. But if he's qualified, holistically, Mm -hmm. holistically, he's qualified. And he's there for all the right reasons. What is wrong with him? Leading it, but that's and, a bit. But brings it back to the color. Okay, fine, fine. But I'm just saying that. Okay, fine. Black experience, fine. So, so, so now we relate it to this topic. Now that we're talking about, mm-hmm. you know, and it's the same thing. You like to think that you're gonna hire the most qualified individual for this team. If this individual, black, white, Asian, purple, from the moon or not, can do the job, is great with people. I like where here he or she, her mindset is at. Treats everybody the same. I don't give a rip where they're from. The color of the skin is. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because the minute that we start pointing fingers like, I don't like that, I don't like that, now now you're playing God in my mind. In this situation, when you're saying that only qualifications matter, yes, I completely agree with you. Only qualifications matter. Because if you're, I don't know, if you're applying to be a project manager for a construction company, yeah. why the, what the fuck does it matter if my name is Waterman Andrea? What the fuck does it matter if I'm from the ghetto? Okay. So long as my numbers speak for itself, my qualifications speak for itself, totally. I went to the right schools, I have the right experience, what the fuck does it matter? Amen. It shouldn't, ever, right? I agree. But with, the, what, with what you're saying about the black organization, Nation. it's, it's you the need black that. organization. <laughs> right? yeah, okay. That's specific, Fine, right? Fine. It's not, black. It's not like a broad It's, not, it's like just that. like you want to hire, like you said, project management for uh, construction. Mm-hmm. You want to hire a project manager that does software for your construction. Because of course. it's software, it's construction. Mm-hmm. It's black, it's white. It's, you know, <laughs> okay. I see where you guys are coming yeah. from. I do. Yeah. Tatiana, so, what do you think? Well, going with uh, the question, the listener's question, mm-hmm. the girl should be not basing her entire opinion about her boyfriend onto that specific On topic. That specific thing. Um, but getting to know him, that's the whole point of dating. Yeah. Um, Getting to know the person. Um, yeah. It's like, not... I would be very offended Yeah, <laughs> by that comment. Yeah. Uh, but maybe he has a valid reason to think that way. Yeah. Like, when I read this sort of thing, I basically hear insecurity from that man. Yeah. Exactly. Basically thinking that, okay, I could have this job, and then because of this sort of, I guess, program or institution in this company, that sort of, like, taints it out of my favor... Mm-hmm. That kind of sucks, but in that sense, think about all the immigrant people that have jobs tainted out of their favor. So I just don't think that this person's boyfriend is looking at things from a holistic view. They're looking yeah. at things from their own sort of privileged standpoint. It's like, oh, totally. my privilege is being taken away from me. Exactly. I fucking hate this shit. Well, these immigrants can't fucking take our jobs. Like to me, that's it. on that side. That's ignorant. That's yeah. ignorant in, yeah. in that sense, right? I understand that there's an insecurity that. You may not get this job, but fuck, you're white. You get a job somewhere. Like, what? It's not. It's not that serious. For all he knows, 
no immigrants applied. It was all white people. So now <laughs> what? Exactly. <laughs> now what then? You just weren't qualified for the position now. Yeah, deal with it. <laughs> like, end the discussion. Yeah. But at the same time, though, like, that entire sentiment, I don't know, maybe it's just me because I try to be a little bit more woke and, like, understand, like, the, sort of, like, the meanings behind certain things. But I was pretty alarmed when I heard yeah. that. And I know for a fact if this same question went to other people on other podcasts, like Black Run Podcast, they would say, leave him. Just leave him right away. They would be say, very, be very, very <laughs> quick to like make that sort of judgment. Like yeah. you don't want to be with somebody like that because if he's gonna say that, what else is he gonna say? What else does he think? Do you know what I mean? Like that kind of idea is gonna maybe like fuel a lot of other kind of ideas and feelings that he has about things, right? So, but at the same time, like that's I mean that's part of the reason I'm doing this podcast. Like white people don't know a lot about these kinds of things. They say things. <laughs> And they don't really understand the implications of certain things that they're saying. So it's like someone has to sort of explain why what they're saying is problematic or why it's unfair to other people. Like, obviously, it's great for you because things have been great for you for hundreds and hundreds of years. But now you're living in a country where there's other immigrants and they live in, we all share this country. So this is sort of how things need to work to be equal. So we all share this country, not just so things just work for you and then fuck everybody else. That's not the way that it should be anymore. Mm -hmm. But obviously... Certain people feel different ways. <laughs> so, um, so does anyone have any sort of other two cents about this particular listener question? Like the the question was, should I jump ship? Like, should she end this relationship? So, Suki, do you think she should end the relationship? I mean, if you're feeling that type of way already, maybe you should jump ship. Like, if just one question causes you to, you know, <laughs> yeah. to to start questioning things. Mm-hmm. Maybe you should jump ship. But uh, my honest opinion is, uh, you know, have a real discussion. Maybe talk more. See where they're Amen. coming from, Amen. you know. And if, if at the end of the day you see that you guys are coming from two different places yeah. and there's no compromise there, you know. Because at the end of the day, it's two different cultures. You're never going to be, you know, it's totally in, in alignment, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. So just just one of those things you have to talk and see see if uh, you know if there's a future there. If not, maybe you should you know jump now. Wear a life jacket. Right. <laughs> okay, Tatiana, what do you think this lady should jump ship from this relationship based off of? Not based on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I think there's there's always two sides of the story. Mm-hmm. So there's his side. There's the politically correct side and then there's the other side where there's the individual's experience mm-hmm. so see where he's coming from yeah see 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 where you can get with that mm-hmm. okay and you Nico, what about you i agree with both my other uh associates opinions mm-hmm. <laughs> i agree 100 percent. and the, the key word for me is compromise mm-hmm. and any relationship is compromise mm-hmm. and, there, and there has to be even more so when you're dealing with with different cultures and worldviews and perspectives. So, mm-hmm. I think that's so interesting that all of you guys say that because I know for a fact if the same <laughs> question went on like, like a super like black feminist podcast, they would like, say in the relationship right away. Like they would be so it would almost it almost wouldn't be like a question. And I know like black <laughs> feminist, um, there's a lot of them are in um, like places like Toronto or the U.S. So that kind of, in my opinion, shows a difference between like Canadian culture and the sort of idea of acceptance versus American culture and the idea of 
we're black. He's white. If he doesn't get it, he's never going to get it. So we'll just fucking end it and just move on. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So there's... And that's, and that's unfortunate because guess what? He doesn't know what he doesn't know. So either A, you can you can teach that individual mm-hmm. and now they have a choice to be like, oh, okay, now I can change my, my perspective. Or they're like, I don't want to and I'm going to be ignorant and whatever. But, but, but think- at least... At least educate them so now they know. But do you think it's the black person's job to always educate white people on ignorant shit? Do you really like? Isn't it exhausting always having to tell white people? Totally. No, but guess this what? is wrong. This you shouldn't think of it this way because. But guess what? Guess what? Guess what? Their world views haven't allowed them to know any different. So you're saying unfortunately, just, it's just like it's unfortunate. It's the same thing like with a child. Like a child doesn't know what it doesn't know. Right and 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 still yet you tell it young man you can't do that young man you can do this and it's, and, and then slowly slowly but surely your worldview gets shaped and you realize these are things that I can't do these are things that I can't that I can do mm-hmm. in reality you think about it mm-hmm. the only thing that is constant is change mm-hmm. you know what I mean and if you're not willing to change and adapt and reinvent who you are and remodel yourself mm-hmm. for all the right reasons obviously mm-hmm. then you're always going to be ignorant. And I feel like right? I feel like either you need to take it on yourself to always inform these people of their ignorance, yeah, or just don't date white people at all because it's either gonna be like you're either gonna get super frustrated by it, so just don't participate in it at all if it's something that's just gonna frustrate you and you just don't feel like you're, you need to do it, mm-hmm. or you need to always be that person that's always you know sort but, of like a tour guide through black culture. Yeah. I, at the same time, I think that. If you are someone in a relationship that is of a majority, yeah, or... if you are the white person or, you know, um, in the relationship, then it's on oh. you or you should have an open mind and there's totally. other mm-hmm. cultures in the world and you should be learning, especially your significant other's culture yeah. and having some kind of, showing some kind of interest. Like you should have that propensity to be more yeah open and say less problematic things because you are in an interracial relationship so why well, he can say whatever he wants but totally <laughs> totally it's about being open-minded well, well suki i guess this kind of touches on your point too where you think that if someone says something ignorant you'd rather have them say that ignorance thing sure, rather than it. like hide it and then sort of like dance around it don't, and no, i don't like dancing that much so. <laughs> Okay. But you know, think about it. You know, if someone says stuff like that, maybe if I was in that TV show, instead of being like the black guy that was saying, you know, why would you say that? You know, some things are better left unsaid and all that, you know, bull. I'd rather be like, you know what? You know, ask him, you know, man to man, you know, can you give me a minute and, you know, what, what's your experience with black people? Mm-hmm. You know, why, what, do you think what, what, why do you think this way? You know, and if the person is not, you know, uh, Doesn't give mature it enough to, to, to invite that question, then, you know, I'm just like, you know, that's cool. You know, and that's and that, that's that's assuming that I'm not even angry. You know, I'm not so angry that, I, you know, I, I do something else yeah. or do something irrational. But if I, if I can be a bigger person in that moment, you know, that's what I'll do. And that's what I'm saying by yeah. educating them because mm-hmm. they because maybe for all you know, they just don't know. Maybe, maybe you know what I mean. Maybe it's what was passed on to them. Exactly. Like, what's like your you said, personal experience? You know. See, and that's what I'm saying. Because at the end of the day, if you don't know what you don't know, then mm-hmm. guess what? 
it sucks, but oh, yeah. you know what I mean? And and listen, I, I'm not saying all black people need to go and find a white person and educate them. Mm-hmm. Hey, guess what? Do you know what you don't know? Like, <laughs> black people, black history? No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, but if one of your close white friends, Asian friends, or vice versa says something, it's like, hey, man, like, like, what is your experience with that one? Is this coming from a place of, like, you actually are curious to know more? Or is it coming from a place of ignorance? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, Or three, is there love behind that or is there malice behind that? Mm-hmm. Because to me, if, like, if it's coming from a place of love and I want to know, I'm all for educating you. Hey, let's learn and grow together. Mm-hmm. But, but if, if it's from a place of malice and, like, and just saying it to be rude and ignorant and, and disrespectful, mm-hmm. then you go your way and I'll go my way. Mm-hmm. End of discussion. Much, yeah. Okay. I'm not, not going to sit here and, and, and try and educate you mm-hmm. on something like that. If, if that's where your mind is at, fine, mm-hmm. so be it. It's Perfect. One less person I have to associate myself with. Yeah. Okay. Well, we have come to the end of the podcast. Well, almost the end. <laughs> um, <laughs> we're gonna, so I want to do this segment called shout outs. And basically, everybody just shouts out something that they're really feeling at the moment or they feel is really dope at the moment. So I'll go first. Um, I want to shout out a Nigerian actor uh, called Nkem Owo. He is my favorite Nigerian actor. He is so, so funny. Every time I watch his movies, this guy's got me cracking up because <laughs> he his humor lies in like insulting people and insulting <laughs> them in like the funniest, funniest ways. So if any of you ever come across any Nkemowo movies, he's a Sophia, if you guys oh, have yeah. ever like, heard that's, of him. That's my gem. Yeah. So um, if you ever come across any of his other movies aside from a Sophia or a Sophia itself, I would totally, totally recommend watching it. Um, only if you're into Nigerian movies, because not a lot of people even understand what Nigerian movies are about. So, But yeah, he's a good time every single time. I really love his movies, so I wanted to give... A good old shout out to him. What about you, Inukwa? Uh, shout out to the book Four Agreements. Plug it. Everybody should read that book. It's mind blowing. It. <laughs> okay, who's the author? I don't even know. You don't know? <laughs> I can't remember it right now. But if you if you plug it into Google, the Four Agreements will pop up. It's all over it. Okay, all right. So, okay, what about you? What's your shout out? Shout out to the heavenly snow and Revel Stoke. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. You know, you could fall and just want to stay down in the snow, you know? It's so, coming from a young, good-looking black man, oh, too. <laughs> yeah. Oh. It was just like, it was like the clouds. It was, you know, if you could be in the clouds, that's that's what that snow felt like. It, <laughs> you know, you just fall and you just feel like, you know, you never even landed. So, yeah, Crazy. shout out to that. Okay, what about you, Tatiana? Um, I wanted to give a shout out to um, the African Fashion Week in Edmonton. Oh, nice. It's happening in February the 19th and the 20th. And you can follow their Instagram, AFWE underscore. And yeah, I'll be going there next month for the fashion show. Okay. If you're in Edmonton or are in the area, you should definitely come check it out. Okay. Is there anybody else that wants to like plug their um instagrams or twitters or anything suki i'll start with you uh, i don't you know not my instagram but got this project if you're in nigeria or ever traveling to nigeria you're always hungry you're a human being <laughs> chances are you're hungry we've got this website it's called better chops b-e-double-t-a chops c-h-o-p-s dot com you know check out all the restaurants in nigeria you're hungry you're looking for suya shawarma Chinese, whatever. Check out betterchops.com. You know, you you know, get directions and hours of operation. Go check it out. Nice, Luke. What about you? Oh, you already plugged four agreements. 
you, yeah, your four agreements. Nothing four else agreements. other than maybe, four agreements. Maybe the Trap Soul album by Brian Tiller. Oh, so oh Bryson. Bryson, sorry. Oh, Bryson. Bryson. Wow. Bryson. My bad, my That's bad. Yeah. Great album. Check oh. it out. He's say, killing say, it. say the album again. Trap Soul. Bye. And Bryce, Bryson got me writing poems. Yo. yo. <laughs> so good. Right, uh, right, Pulling yeah. on all my heartstrings. Oh, man. <laughs> didn't, didn't even know I had a heart to, like, to listen to Bryson. Nice. Okay, well, that's a wrap from us from the So Fucking Posh podcast. Thank you so much for listening. And that's the end of the episode, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you want to discuss with me any of the things that you've heard in this particular episode or any of the episodes for that matter, let's chat. Feel free to talk to me. My Twitter is D1MEP1EC. That's dime piece with the I's replaced with ones. I did that when I was cool. I know, I know it's lame now. You can also reach me on my website, sofxposh.com. And you can also get in touch with me on my Instagram. You can leave comments or send me a direct message if you prefer. That's spelled L-A-B-O-U-R-G-E-O-I-S-I-E-F-O-T-O. That spells La Bourgeoisie Photo. Until next time, guys, thank you so much for your support.